Welcome to this sermon from Silver Lake Baptist Church. Our mission is to celebrate the greatness of God with all we are for the joy, hope, and renewal of our community. We are so glad you have chosen to listen to our message. We pray you will be blessed by your time with us today. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, God bless you all. Um, I uh, would like to tell you that Pastor um, James is feeling a bit better, but he's still struggling with pneumonia, so his lungs are a little congested. And, um, but he, he wanted me to make sure that all of you knew that he said hey. So, uh. um, I'd just like to open with a prayer. Father... Lord God, we thank you, Lord, for everything that you do for us and that we can gather here in your house and among the saints. And Lord, we ask that you continue to bless us and keep us close to your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Today I would like to talk about the temptation of Jesus. Um, I know that In the scripture, it seems like it kind of jumps over things, but what I was hoped to do today was to bring you the gravity of exactly what took place there. This was probably one of the greatest battles that was ever fought between between God and Satan. Um, To set the... the, um, the picture for this, Jesus had just come from the River Jordan, being baptized by John the Baptizer, um, and the Spirit came upon Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and led him into the wilderness. Um, um, he, this, now this was the Jordanian desert. It is hot. Uh, incredibly hot during the day. It's unbelievably cold at night. Uh, the scripture tells us that uh, I will read the first thing uh, of, of Matthew 4. And then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert. This is in Matthew, I'm sorry, Matthew 4, 1. Then Jesus was led in, by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted. to be tempted by the devil after fasting 40 days and 40 nights. And it says here, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell those stones to become bread. But before we go any deeper there, Christ, uh, who, of course, it was, it was, it was, it was, uh, uh, it was required that he go into the desert and to, to pray and fast, and, and to be tempted. Because just like the, um, just like the uh, Israelites, when they, when they were in the desert and wandered for 40 years, they, it, it was a way of God finding, of humbling them, of, 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 of finding out how their hearts were. Uh, and, and Jesus had to do the same thing. He was, Jesus was 
fully God, but fully man. So, so you know, we would tend to think, okay, well, you know, Jesus was in the desert, uh, but, you know, he was God, right? Well, he was also man. And, and, and 40 days with no food. I mean, I believe that the Lord supplied him with water. But remember, Jesus was depending on God. He wasn't, he wasn't like using his... He could have easily turned bread, stones to bread. But he didn't do that. He fasted. And, and for 40 days he fasted. And so when the devil came to Jesus... Jesus was, he was beat up. He was almost at, probably at the end of his rope. Uh, even though he was a carpenter, which are strong men, because they have to, you know, they have to make their own wood. It's not like we go to Home Depot and buy our wood, right? They had to actually cut raw wood, make it, and then create whatever they were going to do. So they had to carve it and everything else. So, so uh, but Jesus at this point was, he was... Uh, in a very emancipated condition, um, and he was at his weakest. And that's when Satan came along, right? Like he always does. Does he not always attack us at our weakest moment? Uh, every time that Satan comes against, that I feel temptation in my heart is always when I'm at my weakest because that is when you're the easiest to nail you. Uh, so, that, so Satan came to him, and um, he looked at him, and he goes, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Well, a couple things going on there. First, he was saying, If you're the Son of God. You know, remember who Satan is. This is an arrogant, <laughs> um, cunning creation. He, remember, he, it wasn't just like he just appeared on the scene here. He had already defeated Adam uh, and, and, and brought to us all sin and death because he deceived Adam and Eve, right? And so then he was, he was in existence on the earth all through that time, that, what they call the antediluvian before the flood, Right? He was around when all that was happening and the world was so bad that God ended up destroying everybody but Noah's family. So he was well at work. This, he knew what he was doing. This guy was, this is not a, a guy that is um, dumb. He's, he's very measured and he's, he's cunning. And, that's, and he knew when he came before Jesus, that's why he told him, well, if you're the son of God, Right? He was questioning his divinity. Uh, if you're the son of God, then turn these stones to bread. He attacked him right where he knew he needed to because Jesus was hungry. He hadn't eaten a morsel of bread for 40, that's six weeks. And, and Jesus, of course, in his awesomeness, he looked at Satan and said, It is written. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. He said, he said a few things there. Number one, he, he didn't use his own words. Well, they were actually his own words if you want to look at it in the way that Scripture is written. But what he did is, is he, bounced into, um, he bounced into Deuteronomy 9.3, and, and where, it, where this is written. And he, and, he, and he used Scripture to go against the devil. And he also told the devil... 
But every word that comes from the mouth of God, not your words, God's words, right? Your words aren't important. God's words are, right? So Jesus hit him with a left and a right. He, he you know, even in as, 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 as tough as it was for him probably at that point to probably have his mind together. Um, I mean, I had a, uh, some pastor was telling me that he actually went to um, Israel. And he said he was in the Judean desert. He said it is as desolate as you could imagine. It's, it's, the only thing there is scorpions, lizards, snakes, maybe stinging insects. I mean, the, the, there's nothing there. It's, it's desolate. And, and Jesus, when he faced the devil, he was alone. It wasn't like Adam. Adam had backup. He had, at least he had Eve there. Right, and he was also had a full belly, and he was standing in the, he was standing in the Garden of Eden. Uh, you know, he had, I mean, he had every opportunity to, to do better, but he didn't. Right, and he was deceived. But this is how the devil gets us. He deceives us. The the, uh, the scripture says that the devil is a roaring lion, that that is out to to steal, kill, and destroy, and and he is. And when Jesus was standing there looking at him, you can only imagine, I mean, I'm thinking, the, what would the devil look like? He probably looks like, he probably would have, want to have a pleasing appearance. He'd probably look like a black, Brad Pittish kind of guy, or, or, right? right? You know, and, and of course, he would have a voice that's smooth as oil. You know, he would be, you know, hey, he would know how to get in there, how to speak to you, right? Um, so... So the devil, of course, now he's not done. He's, he, he figures, well, um, all right, I'm, you know, he's persistent. And this is, a, this is important to him, right? Because now, remember, the Bible has not been written yet. We're, we're still in the Mosaic Law time. The, the apostles have not written, the, and all the people that wrote the scriptures. Uh, but he knows who he's facing. It's... it's even though he said, if you're, if, you, if you're the son of God, he knew who Jesus was. You know, he did. And, and so, but he's not done yet. So, then the devil took him to, a holy, to the holy city and had him stand at the highest point of the temple. And again, he says, if you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands. And so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Well, that was a, a line of deception because he left an entire line out of there. About uh, he was he wanted to paint it in the way that if you cast yourself off, because if he cast himself off, the, the angels would catch him. But remember, Jesus was fully man. If he would have cast himself off, he would have hit the ground like anybody else. We we know this, right? The the uh, so, but, so, you know, uh, because, you know, the, the laws of nature still apply, right? There's spiritual laws, and then there's the laws of nature. We, we know what science is. We know how it works. Um, so, but Jesus again. Oh, oh, yeah, I just wanted to mention this. So the temple, all right, now the temple had been rebuilt by Herod the Great, okay? Uh, and what he had done is he had made this massive platform. 
just this massive, and I mean it was 330 yards wide and 500 yards long. I mean, this was huge. And, and in the center of that sat the temple with its porches and porticos and, and, the, and, the, uh, and all the things. And, and, and supporting that, because the land fell off on the southeast side, he had built these massive retaining walls. And I think one of those walls is the Wailing Wall with these massive stones. Um, now, um, and, then, and then, of course, they have these, these uh, colonnades that go down the side. It's beautiful. I mean, this is like the most magnificent. It's almost like one of the wonders of the world, right? This, this temple, right? And so we took Jesus up to the highest peak. Now, it doesn't really specify here uh, whether it was up on the actual temple proper or because I, I was reading that from that platform to the desert down below, the Nave Desert, it's like 100 feet. So, um, but either way, so here's Jesus standing out there. Now, Jesus, of course, you know, he's been burning hot in the desert. Uh, and, and, you know, the other thing, too, I wanted to throw this in is um, I'm really not sure how the devil got him there. I know, I know that the Bible calls him the prince of the power of the air. He probably whooshed him there. Probably just because, you know, the devil had, did go up into heaven and, and accuse the saints Right, he accused. Uh, he was talking about Job, right? He was, right. So, so yeah. So, um, but anyway, so Jesus probably, you know, here he comes from a very hot desert. Now he's up there, the nice cool air is blowing. Right, he's probably, you know, I'm trying to see this for what it really is, right? Because this is all real stuff. You know, you got to remember this. This was lived. This just isn't a story we're hearing about. This is, this actually happened. Um, so. He tells him that, well, if you look in, it's also in um, Deuteronomy. Uh, okay, anyway, it's, it's, I think it's in, uh, but anyway, where, they, where this is, he leaves out the part where the angels will uh, protect you, basically. He says, he says um, I'm sorry, I... I, I went right off script, and I'm just kind of, you know, I've, I look, I've discovered that the computer didn't work for me, okay, and, and neither will this, okay, I can't read it, I mean, I write pretty well, and I could sit here and read this, and, and it would probably sound good, but I'd be reading it, right, and, and it's, that's not, how do you connect with people if you don't talk to them? Right, you can't just read at them. It's you know, but but anyway, um, but that would be in um, that was the second temptation. Okay, that's in Deuteronomy six sixteen. Okay, where where this little scripture is, and he and he talks about the 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 line that he left out was that he would put the angels to charge you to guard you in all your ways. It said nothing about throwing yourself off and catching you, right? So, so, so he, you know, the devil, of course, will twist scripture. He, he will. Uh, he has no problem with that. And he probably knows scripture better than any of us, right? So, um, but anyway, so, and Jesus answered him. It is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Now, up until this point, Jesus has just been pretty much Quoting scripture, he's not really, he's, he's not really going against Satan 
aggressively because that's not his nature. You know, his nature is love. But he's letting him know how things are. Um, now, and so, uh, so, of course, the devil isn't done yet. He still, you know, has his, he still has his agenda, and, and he's going to thi- uh, pursue it. Um, so we have to understand that just like Jesus, we are going to be tempted. I, trust me, you're going to be tempted in some way, somehow, right? It, it, it might not come in the form that you're looking for. It may, it may, it'll come in a way that you're not ready for, right? Um, but it will come. And, and what we should do as Christians is, is use the Scripture, because that's what Jesus Christ did. Our, our God and King used the Scripture. So we must do the same. We have to rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ. If, 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 if something comes to you, and if you don't know what else to do, rebuke it. Uh, and and you'll probably be safe to do that. Uh, now, I'm trying not to say, uh, guys, uh, I've been working on it. So again, the devil took him to it. Now, uh, so now the devil, he already sees he's not getting anywhere. This is not working, right? This guy is, I don't care how, how tired and starving and emancipated he is, He's, he's super smart, and whatever he's using that works the, the, the voice-like oil and everything is not working, right? So now he's going to pull out all the stops, okay? This, so he brings, he, brings, he brings to a very high mountain, it says, very high mountain, and showed him, it says, again, the devil took him to a, took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the, and oh yeah, this is, uh, I'm sorry, this is a, uh, um, this is Matthew 4, 8. Uh, again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said. All this is yours, right? If you will bow down and worship me. Because he knew if he could get Jesus to bow down and worship him, well, Jesus is part of the Trinity, right? God, Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, right? You know, this was his intent, right? His, his intent with the bread was to get Jesus to try to use his power to do something for himself rather than have faith in God. In the, when, when he told him to cast him down off the mount, himself off the, off the temple, he was attempting to get Jesus to test God himself to save me. This time, he's offering, Satan's offering him everything. He said, because he had taken that when he defeated, when, when he, when the first Adam failed, right? He had control and he knew he did, right? So this is okay. I'm going to give you all this. This is what I'm going to give you. If you just simply bow down and worship me. And now Jesus, now you see the lion of Judah. He says, he says, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Right? Jesus, Jesus basically smashed him at that point. And, and, and the devil left him. Now, the, 
now the a and it, and then the very important here in in chapter 11 I mean in verse 11 the devil left him and the angels came and ministered and attended him because he was probably he was probably ready to collapse the whole time he was contending with the devil so the, the takeaways on this one on this we're always in the fight folks I, I, I like to use that as a Navy SEAL thing. <laughs> I wasn't a Navy SEAL, but, but, but you're always in the fight. It can be the smallest things or the largest things. You can be accused of something. You can be, you can be slandered. You can, be, you, can, you can have someone trying to hit you because you're in a car situation with somebody. You, there's many, many ways. That, and in today's world... I was just talking with Phyllis. We were talking about how there's no respect anymore in the world. The, the people don't care. The, the people that are, the people it seems to me that, that, that care about other people are, are people that, are, that know God. And now, of course, we, it's, it's, it's our job to, to try to reach those people that don't know God. But not everyone's going to accept God. They're just not. And, and, but we, because our God has a, has a heart of a Savior, th that's what we do. That's, that's our mission. To, 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 um, but um, uh, I, I had a couple verses here I wanted to tell you. And one of this, I love this. It's Isaiah 41.10. He says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That's the God we serve. Right? He goes before us. Uh, he's our shield, our buckler. He has... There is, who should we fear? Nobody. Right? Satan himself can come before you. You don't... Of course you can't go against him in the flesh. You fight him in the spirit. You use the words of God, of our Savior. Uh... Thank, thank you. Uh, Ephesians 6, 10 through 17, the armor of God, right? The, you know, it illuminates all these truths. You know, we use the shield to, to block the flaming arrows that Satan will throw at us. And, and remember, we're just not fighting. There's not just like a devil out there and he's kind of going around doing everything. He has a whole, there's a whole army. We fight the powers and the principalities of darkness. This isn't just one person, you know, it's like people say Sasquatch, it's what Sasquatch, right? No, it's, it's, no, it's, there's, it's, you're fighting an army of evil, right? We see it when you turn on the TV, What you know, look what we just saw in Israel. Look what we saw. I mean, I was, it, I cried. It was, it was, it was horrible, right? This is what these people are doing out there and, and what we come against is is more than we've ever seen. This is the stuff that we're not used to. We were raised in a different world. Our our world, we had prayer in school. Our world, we we every we understood what was right and what was wrong. They've taken that away now, and so we have a lot going on there with evil. And all we can do is 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 be faithful to God. Be 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 the Christians that we are, and and try to do our best in the face of all of it. Because really, 
God is the one that's going to come and settle all this. You know, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Right? He doesn't, it's not up to me. It's not up to you. It's not up to any of us to go up and go against these people, really. Now, should the shepherd protect the flock? You bet he should. Right? You know, at least that's the way I feel. I, you know, I mean, some people would tell you, I guess it depends on church and some people would tell you, oh, no, you have to be a passive person and of God. But no, I, I see I seen that Jesus cleaned out the money, the money changers. I know that Jesus went as a lamb to, to, to the sacrifice with his mouth closed because Isaiah had predicted he would, right? His mouth would be stopped, right? But he had a mission. He, that's what he came here for, and he knew he was coming here to die. And he, he kept telling the apostles that. You know, I'm good. they're going to take me, they're going to crucify No, they wanted him to be a conqueror, right? But he will be a conqueror. <laughs> and, and, and according to what I'm given to understand by my... Sorry, sorry, uh, to, to, to my studies is that the church will be pretty much with him because we'll be already taken into... I, I believe in the rapture now. Everyone is a little different. Some people believe in uh, post, you know, post, pre, and, and at the end of tribulation. So, you know, me, I, I believe that God's going to come take his people. He takes the Holy Spirit out of the, the thing. And I think that the people that are left here behind that were Christians but maybe not saved, right? They'll be the ones that will, will start saving more people. And those will be your tribulation saints. So that's the way I think it's going to go. But, you know, I'm not a theologian. I, you know, <laughs> uh, but, but, um, but, but Jesus never compromised, you know. Uh, so, so we accept, just like Jesus, we accept God's word and faith. And, and we hold to that, right? Uh, uh, faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of which is not yet seen. Now, a lot of people have a lot of different ways of saying it. I like that one. I, I really feel it expresses that, yes, I, I believe in Jesus Christ. I've, I've never seen Jesus Christ, but I will. And, and, and my faith is what anchors me to, to, to God. The same as he, uh, uh, he said that Abraham... Abraham, faith, Abraham's faith was counted to him as righteousness. And, 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 and thus it is with us. So um, I, I thank you for allowing me to come here and, and, and uh, share. Um, I'm sure Pastor will be back next week. And, uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, think about these things. Keep, keep your heart open, but keep your faith strong. And, and so I, so I want to say this, whether you've come here for the first time, whether you've been a Christian for years, remember that Jesus fills all of our needs. If you have a need, be it physical, be it spiritual, be it, be it tr- anything that troubles your mind, Right? Do not hesitate to come up here to the front of the altar for prayer and for, or, or if you're looking for, or if you want God to into your life, 
don't hesitate to do that. We have, we have good men of God here. We just, this church is full of pastors, right? Uh, uh, actually, I'm humbled to even stand up here and preach in front of you guys. But, 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 but don't ever let anything hold you back from that. It's, you know, salvation is just a word away. It's, all you have to do is ask God into your heart, and he'll come in and change your life. He, he transforms us he, he, with a renewing of our mind. And we become a new creature, a new creation, right? Don't let that ever pass you, right? And don't ever let people around you hold you back from that, right? Because each and every one of us pretty much in here has made that walk, you know? Some of us in big, huge churches, it's, it might be a little tougher even in a little church because it's more of an intimate kind of thing. You know, in big churches, you can drift it, but... Don't ever, you know, don't ever pass the opportunity. I, I believe that time is short. I do. I feel it. I, I, I see it. I, so, so don't let that opportunity pass you. If you have not, if you don't know Jesus Christ, get him into your heart and, and, and get on that road. Because, because it's, you know, there's no other name under heaven by which you will be saved. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, so thank you so much, uh, Father. We thank you, thank you for 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 being God, for for being a saving God, for being a God that that is always dependable and always behind us, no matter what we do. Um, Lord, help us through the next week coming that we come here and gather again next week, and we ask this in Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about us, check out our website at www.silverlakebaptist.org.